Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to sleep if you're wide awake and it's the middle of the night. That's not actually the case right now, unless you're listening to a replay of the Colleen and Bradley show. Hey, it's Friday. I'm Bradley. That's Colleen. Hi. And we do want to know your method, your go-to method for falling back to sleep. 651-641-1071. What's your secret trick? Uh, Fifth of Jack Daniels, a cup of tea. You let us know. 651-641-1071. Probably not a Fifth of Jack Daniels. Um, But I digress. (laughs) Colleen, the reason we're asking, which is why you're asking what we're asking why... Why are we asking? Thank you. Because I found this, one of them articles that's got all this like science and numbers and stuff about sleep. And I thought it was particularly interesting when I came upon a little factoid that um, a lot of people sleep and uh, a lot of people also don't sleep. A lot of asleep. people sleep. <laughs> a lot of people sleep, but a lot of people wake up in the middle of the night, myself among them, sometimes to pee. Um, but I don't know what you do, Colleen, when you're trying to go back to sleep, but three in five people say they read and that's their ideal activity to fall back asleep. Do you have uh one six five one six four one one oh seven one? You don't have to actually call Colleen. You can just talk. Uh, can I, oh, thanks. Cause I was just going to call. Um, you know, it's interesting cause I do struggle from time to time with some insomnia because I have a racing brain. It's a very busy brain. Um, but I do, if I'm not having like actual insomnia, my method to get back to sleep is to just relax from head to toe. Mm. And like I travel, like I start at the top of my head and I relax at the top of my head and then I relax like every muscle I can think of in my face and I keep on going like doing a body scan and I never make it past like my knees. Okay. Do you like relax? Like all like how do you relax all them other things? Well, that's the thing. You got to focus on it. Oh, okay. You just like, you know, you focus on relaxing your cheek muscles, and you focus on relaxing your jaw, and I like, like you, and I like the back of your neck, and like every single muscle you can imagine. And if you focus on doing that, you literally will not make it down to your knees all right i like this i'm gonna relax my knees and i see that relax them knees the people are calling in i will tell you that some of the other things people listed on their relaxation techniques to get to or go back to sleep included some obvious ones things like having an herbal tea soaking in the bathtub Mm, listening to a podcast or maybe a replay of your favorite colleen and bradley show um meditation or essential oils that's a that's a smelly one holly do we have people on the phone yeah we've got a couple of folks 
Let's uh, let's take a call. Who's on the uh, air? Let's go to Hannah. Hey, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, okay, how are you guys? Good. How do you get back to sleep? I actually, well, the way Colleen does it is very effective. I do that as well. But I also put on a My Talk podcast. And I sometimes do Jason Alexis, sometimes Donna and Steve, sometimes you guys. But you always have to do a podcast, though. You can't listen live whoever's playing because it will drain your phone battery because it doesn't stop like at oh. the end of the podcast so oh, that's, that's it just keeps going that's a pro that's tip interesting. good to know yeah. pro so tip. i got a great night's sleep because i didn't wake up to my alarm after that <laughs> okay so let me ask you a question hannah and this is a loaded question yeah. who's the best at putting you to sleep <laughs> oh i don't um, you don't like have to me. answer, Hannah. I'm literally kidding, but I was just curious if we lull you to sleep very well. Well, it's nice because then I have the blue light on, like I'm not watching something. I just yeah. There. And you guys are, you know, relaxing, so it works. Awesome! Thank you so much for sharing that, Hannah. Thank you. I do love um, listening to audio. In fact, that's what I. That's usually I just put my one of my AirPods in my ear and uh, turn on some audio. But it can't be live, to her point. It has to be something that's going to time out after about 20, 30 minutes or something at most. Because mm-hmm. if I had music playing or sound playing all night, A, my AirPod would die. And B, it would keep me, like, that would keep me from getting my REM sleep. Here's my technique if I have to get up in the middle of the night to use the facility. Mm-hmm. It's to not open my eyes as much as possible. Do you ever so fall like, downstairs? No. You don't hit walls or anything? No. I feel like that would be the problem. I would be like, ah, thwack. I mean, I will like open one eye maybe to be like, am I, you know, on the right path? But it's a straight shot right to our bathroom. And then I try to get back to bed without opening my eyes as fast as possible. And usually that works. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Holly, I think we've got... Oh, no. She's on the phone. Um, I do know we've got some people on the phone, and I did want to follow up with a tweet from Panda who said, a tip for Hannah who just called, if you do listen to a live stream, you can put on a timer for stop playing. And I will say, if you put on a timer through your iPhone, one of the functions you can attach to that timer is stop playing, so that at the end of that timer, it will stop playing whatever's playing. I know that sounds weird, but Google it if if you've got questions about that. Holly, who do we have on the phone? Let's go to Terry. Terry's on the line. Okay, Terry, what's getting you back to sleep? Okay, I totally have my phone plugged in. I flip it down so that there's no light coming from it, and I pick something I've watched a million times, usually Harry Potter of some kind, and it. I know what's going to happen. I don't need to watch it, and I fall asleep listening to it, and then it runs out when it's done. Oh, that's a good idea, too. Yeah, that's another pro tip. I love that idea. I like that, Terry. Thanks, Tears. Especially the part where you flip it down so the light doesn't keep you awake. I will say... And you're not feeling like you need to pay attention because you've already seen it. If you've got uh, something through your uh, Apple, like you bought on the iTunes store, that's video, you can just play the audio. You don't have to play the video. Um, Same with... with the tips, trainer. Same with YouTube. If you pay for the premium YouTube, you can just listen to the audio. You don't have to play the video, and that'll keep your phone from running down, too. So... Tips. Holly, I think we've got one more call. Who's going to have our last word on things that help us get back to sleep? Kathy's going to give us the last word today. Hi, Kathy. Hi. I wish I could tell you something different. Mine are pretty much the same as those two. 
when I go to sleep, I pick a show that I've seen and that it has to be a calm show. Like I watch sometimes Frasier because mm-hmm. they have calming voices. But um, if you lis- listen to Office Ladies about the show The Office, their podcast, it only plays the episode once and it turns off automatically. And again, they have kind of, you know, smooth, uh, soothing voices. Yeah. Of course, when I listen to your guys, I have to be awake for every minute of it. Yeah, because we're just Cause we driving you crazy. Laugh so hard, hysterically. Right, right. So <laughs> I only listen to the other one. <laughs> Well, thank you for that beautiful suggestion. Um, who not to listen to when you're trying to fall asleep? Don't listen to us, actually, because if <laughs> don't actually probably don't listen to us when you're operating heavy machinery either. No, oh, yeah, when, no. When no. you're listening to us, you should be sitting intently and only listening to us and yeah. doing nothing else. Do nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're sitting next to an old time radio with those FDR fireside chats. Yes, yes. just an ear to the speaker. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we are going to sidle up to a fire lit by our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes. He's going to tell us what movies and what's streaming this weekend. Right here on my talk one zero seven one. Back to the Colleen Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies joins us to tell us what we should be watching this weekend. Hello, Paul. Hello. It's great to be here. It's good to We're have so you. Glad he- to have you. Exactly. It's in a, that whenever you're here, that means the weekend is just around the corner. So, Paul, what should we be watching? Where do you want to start? Wow, uh, we've got so many different options. Let's go with the Tender Park. I think there's a lot of people that are going to really like this movie. It's now streaming on Amazon Prime. It's also in theaters. It's based on a true story. It stars Ben Affleck and Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan. It's about J.R. Moringer. He wrote this memoir about how he came from a single mom who would go on to live with his uncle Charlie, and how his uncle Charlie, who was played by Ben Affleck, would go and inspire him to be a writer as he grows up. So this movie's kind of sharing JR's story and how he became a writer and working for the New York Times. Oh. Why do I feel like we've been talking about this movie forever? This has been like a slow ramp up to this one, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So what what Amazon is really doing is, uh, much like Netflix, they are releasing their movies in theaters first for a couple of weeks, and then they'll be streaming. A lot of this is for award consideration because the movies have to be in theaters for a couple of weeks. So it hit theaters before Christmas. So there was a lot of ramp up for the theatrical release. And now that it's on Amazon, people are talking about it again. Now, Got I, it. I will say um, this is the season that my partner Jamie watches all or tries to watch as many of the award nominated films as possible. And so I occasionally will dip in and watch a movie with him. This was made uh, an option for me. Should I mm-hmm. sit down and watch The Tender Bar with him or is there something better for me to watch this weekend because it's really just about what I need to do. <laughs> uh, well, At least he's I honest. Mean, so, <laughs> I don't, Bradley. I don't know if you would care for the Tender Bar. I mean, it's 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 just a simple, inspirational type of movie. You know, George Clooney directed as well, and I kind of like that. It kind of is a simple, kind of growing up, motivational type movie. So, if you're maybe not into that, then maybe this isn't your thing. Maybe the Matrix Resurrections. I I could easily see that getting a Best Visual Effects nomination, and I really dug the Matrix Resurrections. Oh, okay. So well, first, Max and theaters for the Tender Bar. Let's just follow up with that. How many ticket subs do you give it? 
So four out of five ticket subs for the Tender Bar. And I got to talk to this cast. Those interviews are on my YouTube channel, including Ben Affleck. And this young kid in it, Daniel Ranieri, is hysterical in these interviews with Ben. Um, and they were great. And we talk a little bit about Goodwill Hunting. And they'll also be on Twin Cities Live today. All right. Okay, before we move on, did you ask him how J-Lo is? <laughs> I did not this time around. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Paul likes Maybe his job and would like to keep it. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, let's move on. Relationship next. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, let's move yeah. on to the Matrix Resurrections. Okay, so this is the fourth in the Matrix movies, and I actually really dug it. So Lana Wachowski came back to write and direct this one. Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss are both in, and this is a very meta self-referential movie and if you're thinking i didn't care for the last two i think hopefully you should dig this one you know of course it starts off with him playing thomas anderson who is this creator of matrix video games and now the studio wants him to create a fourth to cash in on this reboot and he's got this friend played by carrie Ann moss who doesn't realize that she used to be trinity so it's he has to kind of go back into the matrix to try to find his friend and it's it kind of blew my mind, to be quite honest with you. So, did okay. I need to hear more about the mind blowing aspect for you. <laughs> because so one of the things that's great about this kind of a movie is that if you just experience it, I think that you will enjoy the special effects, the creativity. I'm someone who, kind of, when I see a filmmaker in their lane, I appreciate it. So, like Lana Wachowski is the only kind of filmmaker that created a movie like this. And I love the themes about love, identity, acceptance, this kind of non-binary world. And then it kind of twists your mind because you've got Yaha Abdul-Mateen II playing Morpheus, even though he used to be played by Lawrence Fishburne. And why is that? Jonathan Groff is in it. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Priyanka Chopra Jonas is in it. Jada Pinkett-Smith. So, like, a really interesting cast it kind of flips the script on what we thought of the original Matrix movies. And does it give you, you know, as somebody who, I, I can't tell you if I watched the last one, but like, as somebody who just has that nostalgic feeling yeah. for the original, am I going to get that, you know, is is this film going to deliver on that nostalgia? I, I believe so, yes. And I, I would say it may help to watch the original movies, but you will see clips of those movies in this in a really creative way. That's not, that it, And I would say that it hasn't really been done like this before. We know when we see flashbacks to previous movies in a franchise, it's done very differently in this movie. The special effects are out of this world. The action sequences are breathtaking, much like you would want out of a Matrix movie. All right, how many tickets, subs? So four out of five for this. And again, I got to talk to Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Wait a minute. In a second. Yes. And you you did not ask her about her relationship with Nick Jonas. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I didn't. I didn't. I know I'm letting you guys down a lot. No, it's okay. okay. It's you have a, a real job to do. You don't have to do our weird publicationship bidding. It's okay. It's probably did she best. Him? I think about it though. Yeah, it's probably okay. best you didn't bring it up because how, where do you even begin? And also, we don't need that kind of attention. So thank you, Paul. No, we're good. We're good. So, but did she mention him at all? Uh, no, I think it was very much about the movie. You know, I t- I asked her like, you know, what the. How did this? How did the original Matrix change the industry? I mean, what are your memories about that? And we kind of talked about that a little bit. You know, it, it was a, she was actually delightful. That's amazing. Okay, how yeah, many, I'm not surprised. She, she, yeah, she is, seems like a very delightful person. How many ticket subs yeah. do you give it? And uh, so four out of five for the Matrix Resurrections. It's on HBO Max, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing it again. Now that I've kind of taken it all in, I'd like to go back in and really like kind of piece it out, understand things differently. Yeah, um, it's a long one too. Yeah, that, there is that concept. Yes, yeah. we do yeah, so have. You can like start and stop if you need to. We do have just under True. two minutes, and I want to make sure you get to Licorice Pizza. So, how do you want to tell yes. us uh, about this experience? This is experience. This experience is kind of a slice of life film for this fifteen-year-old played by Cooper Hoffman. He's the son of Philip Seymour Hoffman. This is the latest from Paul Thomas Anderson, who did Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Phantom Thread, and this very much being his um, goofiest, lightest movie, I would say. And it also stars Alana Heim as you know, as the, Cooper Hoffman's new friend, and you see them just kind of running around the summer of seventy-three, San Fernando Valley. There's kind of a love story in it, but their age difference is pretty large in this. It also started Bradley Cooper in a very kind of unhinged, zany kind of role. Sean Penn is in it. And kind of this mix of real people and kind of fictional characters as these two startup, random startup companies and get along and fall in love in this kind of... They're, and they're both socially awkward and don't act their ages. Okay, can I ask about the performances? Because this is, um, yeah. what's her first name? Al- Alana Heim? Alana Heim, yeah. This is her, is this Fantastic. her first, is this her first um, debut in a- in an acting role? Yes, yeah. So her band is Heim with her sisters and Paul Thomas Which Anderson I'm directed a Which I'm a huge Aladdin. fan of them. They are amazing. Okay. Amazing. And you will love that her sisters and her whole family are in this movie. I don't, oh, I don't think awesome. it's really a spoiler anymore, but they're all in this movie, and it's funny. Quickly, and Paul, how many ticket stubs? Four out of five ticket stubs. Liquor sheets in theaters now. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trip to the movies.com. Check out all those videos, and thanks for the recommendations. Paul, have a great Thank weekend. You. And we'll be right back with Crazy Stupid Idiots. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show as we wrap up another week of the funniest things you're going to hear on the radio. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. It's real funny. Along with Holly Roberts. And uh, here's some funny for you. We call them crazy stupid. Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. 
And sometimes other places. Like where? San Francisco. San Francisco. The San Francisco treat um, is... This comes to us from a Craigslist listing oh from God, the San Francisco area. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Where? I know like it is kind of weird, right? You just go Craigslist.com? Craigslist. Or it's still there. Yeah. Okay. Uh so this comes to us from the San Francisco wow. Bay Craigslist.org. Okay. Uh headline I need assistant to manage online dating. Now, I'm not knocking this, but I'm knocking this. You need an assistant to manage online dating? Here's what I love. (laughs) The body of the request says the following. I am definitely old school and want someone to post reply and to manage my dating apps for me. Approximately 10 hours per week? Remote is fine. Please describe yourself and any relevant computer skills you have. Thanks. Is this a thing? Do people do this? Well, the reason I've brought it to this segment is because I've never heard of anybody doing this. That's not to say that somebody doesn't. In fact, actually, I think that would be a great business model. Well, yeah. Also, but the that's also just called the love connection. The hmm? compensation listed here is twenty-five to thirty-five dollars. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see the compensation. Listen, I'll give this person 10 hours of my week to help them, you know, hook up. (laughs) Well, that's why I asked if this is a thing. And no doubt somebody will now share with us on social media if this is a thing or not, because I am actually I would not be surprised in the least if there are people who are like, oh, yeah, I manage my mom's Tinder app because she doesn't know what she's doing. And I set up dates for her all the time. I could see that totally happening. Well, listen, I mean, it it does it like matchmaking has always been a thing. Remember on Bosom Buddies when they used to work at that um didn't they work at a place where they did video dating? Sure. Did I make that up? I don't know. I, I don't like remember the specifics of Bosom Buddies. Kip and Henry. I just remember um, the opening, running through the park. <laughs> Thank you. But don't it's you a great remember theme song too, by the way. Oh, it really is so good. Are you done? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Um, But that's how we used to, we, I wasn't dating anybody in the 80s, but back in the 80s, that's how they, that's how they did dating is like, if you, you were using a dating service, you'd go to the dating service plop yourself down, throw a bunch of VHS tapes in and see people's like three minute pitch on why you should date them. So yes, I'm sure there is some sort of date management. Oh, and I feel like there's a millennial out there who would easily get paid 25 to $35 an hour to like troll for other people's hookups. And for an introvert, this would be an ideal pastime because you like can do all these connections that you never have to follow through on. I just love the beginning of it. I'm definitely old school. I wouldn't even say that's old I need school. To use, I, need to, I want to use the modern day dating uh, applications and I need somebody's help. Like for me, old school would be like, I would like you to write letters to the yes. community board uh, posts. Right. right. Yeah, like I just uh, remember, you know, you'd turn to the back of whatever city pages or what have you to read the like creepy 
singles ads. Don't you kind of miss that? I mean, I miss from an entertainment standpoint, sure. Yeah. 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 Um, where are we going next, trainer? All right. So we don't know anything more about that story. It literally is That's just the all. post. That's oh, the okay. whole right. story. It's just the post on now, Craigslist. Now I would like to take us to the world. Oh. And I don't know how, how advanced this is, but at least I'm assuming the United States because it's KIRO7, live, local, and in-depth, telling us about this. There's apparently a new social media trend that is worrying healthcare professionals. You can call this next story a COVIDiot or several COVIDiots. Specifically, viral videos are appearing that show people misusing and wasting COVID-19 rapid tests. Oh, no. What are they doing? Yeah. So apparently there's a thing now where people are trying to get false positives on COVID tests to be like, they don't work. Look at this. And they apparently show people getting uh, false positives by running them underwater. And I don't know what that means, like what that like why that is that they're getting a positive. It's not really even a false positive because it's you're not doing it the right way. The moral of the story, meaning a false positive is a real thing, but this is just people putting things that aren't, you know, nasal swabs under these tests. This is dumb. People are real dumb. Also, wait, what's the point of trying to be to like, see, these tests oh, don't work. Don't you could get a positive just by putting water on it. Oh right? my gosh. I'm imagining anyway. Dr. Jeffrey Baird, the chair of Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at the University of Washington, says the false positive is due to the test being used incorrectly, not because there's a problem with the test itself. Right. He says uh, every one of them, every one of them is a precision medical device, and everyone, if you treat it incorrectly or do the wrong thing with it, can give a false answer. So this is just an attempt to spread misinformation, or I should say the result of this is to spread misinformation, you know, presumably getting people to think that these tests don't work, which is not what we We need right now. You guys, we don't, that's exactly what I was going to say. We do not need this right now. We do not need this right now. Yeah. And, you know, again, there's enough, yeah, just don't, don't do this. Don't uh, pee on it. Don't try to get pregnant with this do not don't swab your throat with it that's the other thing yeah. people been doing lately don't yeah. do that don't like if a doctor Use as directed didn't tell you or the cdc didn't tell you or your state health department didn't tell you don't do it don't do it yeah like squirting hershey's syrup on okay a covid okay. test and getting, don't. No, I'm saying actual. Don't give Hershey's. your COVID test a Hershey squirt. Yeah, don't don't squirt the Hershey's <laughs> on your COVID test because it ain't going to tell you nothing. Okay. Even though they do moni- monitor. <laughs> okay. Did you they know do. that? Yeah, you they do. That. They monitor yeah, sewage I, to yeah, see the which levels I think is, of COVID. I, I mean, I find that to be very fascinating. Yeah. And also, that is all. I mean, like, I don't put any... Because, like, I've I've read, you know, uh, in uh, the county where Disney World is, there are alarming levels of COVID in the sewage system, which is supposed to make you go, oh, no. Yeah. I can't go to that place. Yeah. Well, at least not the sewage plant. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're not swimming around in the sewage, you might just be okay. Also, there's probably a lot of really nasty things in there in general. So, I. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Corn. Um, let's move on. Can we go to? Did you say 
corn or corn? No, I said corn. Okay, thank you. Um, let's go to Nashville, Tennessee. And let's meet Representative Jeremy Faison. Oh, okay. Hi. Um, he went to a high school basketball match on Tuesday night, and um, he did not have a good time. Oh, no. That's too bad. Yeah, he didn't like some of the calls that the game official was making, and mm. so he yelled at the game official and then attempted to pull his pants down what? during a high school basketball match. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yep. He pulled mm-hmm. his pants down while doing what? Attempted to pull the pants down of the um, referee. Oh, he tried to pants yes. the referee. He tried to, and he yelled at him and called him names. And he's and not said 16? Some stuff. He's not 16. He's a full-grown adult man. Uh, representative, representative Jeremy Faison. Oh, my God. And he's a uh, representative? Yes. And this was all recorded live That's on the Facebook by Johnson City's Province Academy, which was hosting the Lakeway Christian Academy oh. basketball game. Was his hun- he, son on the uh, Christian You know, daughter, I guess? could be. I'm going to guess because... Here's the statement um, after Jeremy Faison realized how absolutely epic this moment was. He writes, and I quote, For years, I thought how wrong it is when a parent loses their temper at a sporting event. It's not Christian, and it's not mature, and it's embarrassing to the child. Those have always been my thoughts. Then he goes on to say, Unfortunately, I acted the fool tonight and lost my temper on a ref. I was wanting him to fight me. Totally <laughs> lost my junk and got booted oh. from the gym. I've never really lost my temper for all to see, but I did tonight. And it was completely stupid of me. Emotions getting in the way of rational thoughts are never good. I hope to be able to find the ref and ask uh. for his forgiveness. I was bad wrong. I was bad wrong? He was bad wrong. It's, I guess it's better than being good wrong. You well, know, I that- mean... I will say yeah. you've got to give the guy credit for owning it, even if it's maybe, you know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's... It's yeah. the least you the, could do. The part about, like, I understand, listen, like, we all have had our moments where we've maybe lost our temper. True. Maybe said things we didn't mean to say. Maybe mm-hmm. you're tired. Maybe you're hungry. Maybe, you know, who knows, cold. Uh, maybe you have a stomach ache. I don't know. I don't know. There's lots of reasons you might lose your temper. The part I, where it gets where it loses me is where he tries to take the ref's pants well, off. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I'm not sure that my first, like, I'm gonna get you. I'm so angry. Is give me your pants, right? <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't. Like, also, as an it. adult, somebody's trying to take your. Are you, you're like, are you trying to take my pants like, off? Are, is this a sexy thing or what's going on? Yeah. Also, I mean, unless you have. Like drawstring pants on, that's not going to work, right? Right. I guess I've never had anybody forcefully. Well, actually, my jeans have spandex in them. I, it's very possible someone could remove my pants. Listen, I wouldn't be sharing that publicly, Bradley. <laughs> I'm just walking down the street. And, well, well, hey, Bradley Trainer pants on. Do you ever think about that though? Like when you're at the gym, that somebody could just come up to you and pull your pants down. No, but now I'm going to thank you. You better make sure that drawstring is drawn. <sighs> no, nice actually, yeah. 
lately at the gym, I'm more concerned about other things. So true. Like the guy three treadmills down who's hacking up a lung. Oh, don't do that. Please stay home if you're sick. You don't feel well, please stay home. Thank you. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. God, no. Don't. don't. It happened. But I did not try to take his pants off. I was going to say, did you try to remove his pants? I did not. Thank okay. you. Hmm. It's probably best because those pants are going to be yeah. covered. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! In God no, I wasn't world. getting in his cloud. I wasn't in the mood. <laughs> Although I do right. feel like taking pants off would just disarm anybody, right? Like that's you, true. You'd be like, "Well, <laughs> the old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be." That's true. <laughs> Shuffle on up. True that is. Speaking of uh, shuffling off, we're going to do that right now. But when we come back. Holly's got some questions for us in a little game we like to call the Throwback Live. Right here on my talk 1071.